And I know that you meant it. And you meant it. <laughs> I would love to hear more of Mr. Del Rossi singing. And you kissed me like you meant it. Can you sing um, All That She Wants? That's the side. <laughs> so what's the morning? All that she wants is another baby. Is it the baby, baby, or is it the man? Oh, that she wants. <laughs> is it the baby, baby, so or is it the man? <laughs> I also like how I described it as a baby baby. <laughs> did you? I think you did. Mm-hmm. You know, you not just any kind of baby. Like in the morning, like, and the day has just begun. <laughs> you open up your eyes and you say, oh, what's in the morning? <laughs> oh, that she wants is another baby. It's a gone tomorrow, but the oh that she wants. What did I say before? Is it the is it what is it? Is it a man? A baby or, baby or a man? Oh yeah. Oh that she wants is another baby. Is it the baby baby or is it the man? It's the baby baby and Mr. Del Rossi's voice that really gets me. <laughs> is it the baby baby? Is it a man? Wrap up the body. Oh man. Whatever it takes. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Ned Beatty. You remember me, Ned Beatty. (laughs) The great, one of the great character actors of the 70s, 80s, 90s, and today. I I, I passed away. On uh, Sunday, I believe. Sunday. Uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. I passed away. So I'm the ghost of Ned Beatty. I hesitate always having a dead person come on here. But as Rachel can attest, there was slim pickets. I couldn't think of... Reality well, I winner. Be, I shouldn't be speaking <laughs> as, as bad. I should be speaking as Ned Beatty. I, I wasn't going to come mm-hmm. on the show. We almost had you almost had Dear Abby, the woman who writes the Dear Abby column, but instead I showed up. Ned Abby Beatty, mm-hmm. famous for many famous roles in Deliverance. I, I've never seen Deliverance, and I was reading about his role in Deliverance, where he gets like raped in the beginning, and I was like, "Oh, that's amazing! I never heard about this. Never, never saw the movie." Wow. <laughs> well, it was made before you were born, so you mm-hmm. would certainly not have ever seen a little, it. A little young. That's how mm-hmm. your thing goes. If you were born and it happened before you were born, you forget it. It's hit or miss. <laughs> it's also if it happened within like six years of you being born, probably haven't seen mm-hmm. it or heard it. But also, it, if it's happened in the last 10 years, I probably also haven't seen it. I want to take a poll with the broomheads about hacks, but we'll wait till Pat comes in. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm Ned Beatty. I was in Deliverance. Yeah. I was in 
network. I was nominated for an Oscar for network. Mm -hmm. Famously. I just saw that recently. It was a great movie. Mm -hmm. He has Um, a really great monologue in it. He does. I do. You mean me? Yeah, you do. You, Ned Beatty. Ned, I know you best as being on Homicide, Life on the Street, which I watched as a child in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very proud of my time on Homicide, Life on the Street. What a show. Detective Bolander. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. David Simon, right? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Great show. I was also on Roseanne. I was on the Roseanne show. I played mm. Dan's father, Ed Connor, mm-hmm. and also Crystal's mm-hmm. husband. And okay. then there, the, we had a baby, Ed Jr., and I had a stepson, Lonnie, mm-hmm. on Roseanne, which you might remember. You might not. I don't know. I don't know how. how I mean, how, I, I. You never I watched the show. I, I wasn't allowed was, to watch Roseanne as a kid. So it was, it was made within the first 10 years of your life. So. Yeah, yeah. Never, my mom, never my mom did not like Roseanne Barr. My mom did not like Roseanne Barr, and I mean, maybe she just foresaw the future, and that was the problem. Foresaw the future. Well, I'm dead. Nothing I can do about it. Eighty three. Sorry, killer no. run. Yeah, I thought I thought recently that you were dead, and I was surprised that you were still alive. So I'm sad that I <laughs> missed that opportunity in the past like month. <laughs> To have a conversation with worked. you. Now I just have to have a conversation with the ghost of Ned Beatty instead. I worked solidly forever. As long as I oh, wanted yeah. to work, I got jobs. Most Talk recently, about a working actor. There you go. Most recently, I played, voiced one of the great uh, film villains of all time. Mm-hmm. I was the voice mm-hmm. of Lotso the Huggin' Bear in Toy Story 3. Uh, a, a villain... Uh, so terrifying, truly, that he's uh, that Pat, you know, Pat hosts the show with you. His son yeah, is, yeah. St- cannot watch Toy Story 3 because he is de- deathly terrified of Lotso the Hog and Bear. So, mm. God bless me. R- raise a glass to me. Cheers, and I'm Ned. gonna, I'm gonna, this is my final curtain. So the end is near, and I face <laughs> the final curtain. But more, I'm skipping ahead, much more than this. I did it, baby. Baby. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? I did. I did catch that. Ned Beatty, not Warren Beatty. No. Warren Beatty, very much alive. Not related. I don't think. Could are, there's a possibility we are related? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I died, so I lost a lot of my memories. Yeah. I mean, offhand, I couldn't say, and now I'm thrown for a loop where I'm like, wait, are they related? Are they not? I feel like I, yeah, I'm not going to look it up. We're just going to let it exist in the ether, and someone's going to tell us that we're wrong, so it's okay. We're wrong either way. You're wrong about. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think so. I think I think that we are not, I am not related to the great Warren Beatty or his sister Shirley MacLaine. Mm. <clears throat> Otherwise, I don't know. Oh, that's me, Ned Beatty. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. It's been so good. Rachel. I'm looking up Warren Beatty. (laughs) My cousin. Mm -hmm. My cousin, Warren Beatty. Well, I'm going to get out of here. It's good to see you. 
I'm going to trip the live fantastic, as they say, and head on up to my jail cell in the sky. <laughs> Enjoy that's that. Where gonna, that's the song. When I die, when they die and they lay me to rest, I'm going to go to the jail cell. That's the best. That's what happens. <laughs> <clears throat> going up to that jail cell in the sky. There's nothing on Wikipedia, so they might not be related. We, we might not be. Well, like I said, I'm dead, lost a lot of my memories, so I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that myself and Warren Beatty and Shirley MacLaine Knee Beatty are mm -hmm. not related. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to cut out of here. I'm going to bring Pat in, and uh, you guys could do your, 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 uh, your radio show. See ya. <laughs> now we're allowed to do it. You want to hear me do? I'm Ned Beatty. You want to hear me do some of my greatest creation, Lots of the Hug and Bear? From, oh, uh, yeah, please, please. Okay, here I go. Here I go. <laughs> it's me, Lots of the Hug and Bear. All right, that's my time. Ned Beatty, thank you very much. I had a great time on the podcast. Thank you very much. Good stuff. So, quick quick bit of information oh. Ned Beatty and Warren Do you need me Beatty or do you need Pat? At Ned, I guess you're fine here, Ned. It's is that okay? Yeah. So I'd you're, love to stay. So I don't want to go to heaven. Apparently, I'm going to tell you what you say to people, which is that you and Warren are not related, but um, Warren would refer to you as his illegitimate uncle. Very fun. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes. Don't know anyone with the last name Beatty, so I'm surprised that there's two famous people with the last name Beatty and they're not related. You ever hear sometimes people pronounce it Beatty? No. Sometimes you'll hear a person say Warren Beatty. Is that like how in England they said Dave? They say David Bowie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Remember when Avril Lavigne was announcing the uh, a a Grammy nominations, and she said David Bowie, and people got like mad at her because they were like, "She should fucking know how to say." And it's like, fuck <laughs> all of you. He's an old person. Who cares? Also, go to England where they say Bowie. Everyone and says she's Bowie. Canadian. They may say it like and that. And he's we don't know. British, so like maybe we've been saying it wrong this whole time. Why you gotta go and make things so complicated? <laughs> See You're in a real Avril Lavigne mood. <laughs> like somebody else gets me frustrated. Nights like this, when you call and you crawl and you take and you fail. <laughs> You're making and me you're tired. tired. Into <laughs> honesty, you promised me I'm never gonna find you vacant. All right, that was the last of Ned Beatty. I got to get out of here. I do love Avril Lavigne. All right, bye, Ned. Thanks for stopping by. Whoa! <laughs> wait, 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 oh, Pat, Pat, <laughs> Pat, Pat. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me, Pat. Before we get into anything, Ned Beatty was just singing Avril Lavigne, and I feel like you should he know got, about. He this. got really tripped up on the on the uh, you call and you crawl and you. He got real caught up in that. He flubbed yeah. it. Yeah, he flubbed yeah. it. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to get those lyrics. Listen, Avril Lavigne, master songwriter. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I happen to love a lot of Avril Lavigne. To be fair. Speaking of master songwriters, have you listened to Max Collins from Eve Six on Krista Makes a Podcast yet? I did not. Not yet. Okay, it's good, but they also at the very end reference his Twitter account, and it's but they didn't talk about it as much as I was hoping. But it's funny because that's the only reason he was on the show. So you'd think they would have led with it, but yeah, I guess yeah. not. No, no. 
It's nights like this when you call and you crawl and you fake and you take what you get and you turn it into. There you go. Was that Ned or I, was that Pat? That was Pat. I'm okay. back. Okay. You guys Ned sound very was, familiar. <laughs> I heard he Similar. did Lotso. He did a great Lotso. He did do a great Lotso. Lotso the Hugging Bear. What a villain. One of the great villains in movie history. And I, that's not a bit. It really is one of the great villains in movie history. I've never seen Toy Story 3. I only mm. saw one and two. Oh, you got to see three and four. They're mm-hmm. both great. Three is great. Four is great. Cried my eyes out at three. Less I mean, I so can't, at four. I can't walk into a Disney movie. I mean, I just sit down and the trailers are on and I'm normally in tears. I know Disney Pixar, any of those, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know you. Mm-hmm. Commercials. <laughs> I mean, yogurt commercials. I'm in tears. Activia. <laughs> yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. She gets me every time. <laughs> She's dumping on the rig. <laughs> She's so regular now. Jamie Lee Curtis is wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I just had, you know what I did? I didn't mean to ask you. I wanted to start off by saying, how you doing, Rach? I'm doing really great because you know what? Why? What? Because I saw you this weekend. We saw each other. That's a great segue. We saw each other. We saw mm-hmm. each other in person. We hung out. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got this, which the broomheads can't see. But it's it a is snow a, globe with Yukon Cornelius on it's it. It's a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer snow globe mm-hmm. that Rachel brought for me from her home. That's proof. That's proof that I got it. <laughs> and that was all we did. That was all we did. You came over. You gave me this snow globe and we said goodbye, right? Yep, that was it. That we was the extent of our meeting. We didn't uh, watch any other TV. We didn't drink wine. We didn't have Greek food. We, did we didn't watch a things. Degrassi panel. We watched a Family Feud episode wherein I, re- I recognized one of the contestants as also a contestant on Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> We also watched a really old Celebrity Square, whatever was that? Uh, Hollywood Squares, yeah, we did. Hollywood Squares, yeah, with Ed Bagley Jr. Not Ned Beatty, Ed Bagley. No, not 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 Ned, not Ned Beatty, Ed Bagley Jr. Ned, not Ned Bagley Jr. Ed Ed Beatty. (laughs) Ed Bagley Jr. A friend, a friend really wanted to get a beagle and name it Ed Beagley Jr., which I think would have been a great dog name. Yeah, that is pretty funny. I don't, I get down. Yeah. That's a lot to say every time you're trying to call that dog's name, but Ed Beagley Jr. Yeah, it totally is. Ed Beagley, Ed Beagley Jr. So, did you want to talk? We did. We watched the Degrassi panel from the Austin Television Festival. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. We Television did. Festival? We did. Yeah. Um, not we got much in- to report. I mean, and most of you have seen this, I'm sure, too, because not only um, did a lot of people watch it, but also more than one person recorded it because I've seen a few versions of it floating around. Um, Yeah, I mean, we got to see Shyler Stone in the flesh. Skyler. I I mean, we always knew it was Skyler, but I'm going to keep saying Skyler because that's... You know what? I'm with it. I agree. Yeah, like, I mean, I knew it was Skyler since uh, Hamilton came out. (laughs) Hamilton. Yeah, because there's the Schuyler sisters and it's spelled exactly the same. Oh, 
I never saw Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have you've avoided all of the songs and stuff. Like you know me and musicals. I don't care. But like I've never heard one single song from Hamilton. Yeah. Where? But how would I? I would have to seek it out and listen to it. How else would I hear a Hamilton song? Yeah, maybe you're not hanging around the right people, or maybe you are hanging around the right people. I know there's like something where the guy's like, I'm not going to give up my shot. I know what that is. Yeah, or I you am know gonna that one. Give, yeah. Take my shot. He's not going to wait. Yeah. Take it. He's not going to take his shot. I don't remember. <laughs> we are not all I know is I should point out. I want I just want to say for all the Hamilton. Ask us about the there. lithium top 100. We are there. <laughs> but if you had to ask us to repeat what happened in Hamilton. Even though I've had multiple people sing these songs at me, and I have seen the show, it's going to take me a little while. <laughs> yeah, you had that fucking kid in your backyard singing them to you, which must have been the most embarrassing thing in the, in the history of time. Was that it one was of those so fucking the one of those dastardly insecty Mulfords? No, it's not. It's not. It's the other side of the house. Um, I just want to say for all, to all the Hamilton heads, I am not not into it i just haven't mm-hmm. it's just a thing i haven't i i'd very much like to see it i know it's on disney plus and i could watch it it's just very long yeah and i don't have the time to carve out to watch it but i'm sure it's great i'm not against it i like it in theory yeah i was a little disappointed Rachel. about how the women appeared in it but you know that's the skylar sisters for for starters um but yeah the three there's three sisters in it the skylar sisters and Hamilton marries one of them, but they're they all play a big part in the story. Are they like the witches from Macbeth? Because there's yes, three of them? it's no, it's actually like the witches from Hocus Pocus. Oh yeah, the yeah, I love yeah, that. yeah. What yeah. what are they called? The, <laughs> there's going to be a Hocus Pocus too. Really? Years yeah, later? Co- yeah, they're making it. They're going to make it. Okay. It's coming out in like 2022 or something. Okay. <clears throat> with all with the Is three Midler still in it and Captain Jimmy. And who's Kathy oh, Najimi, and Sarah Jessica Parker, Sarah Jessica mm-hmm. Parker, Kathy Najimy, Bette Midler, Kathy Najimy, <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker. There's seven people in this movie. Kathy Najimy. <laughs> it's just clones of Kathy Najimy. <laughs> Is it Najimy or Najimy? We're really not sure about. There's yeah. a lot of not knowing names today. Beady We're starting Betty. very late, broomheads. Yeah. Um, it's, it's Monday. We started late still... tonight. I'm a bourbon in, I'm a bourbon down. I've had a long day. I'm sure yeah. Rachel's had a yeah. long day. What, what? Okay. So we watched this panel. We got to see Shyler Stone. Um, we got to see Aaron Martin, who's one of the writers that we have pointed out before. It's nice to see some of that. Um, I was what, disappointed what? that Sud Sutherland wasn't there. Super disappointing. I would really love to see Sud Sutherland in person. Although I'm sure that as director of the show, you don't have as much control over the storylines, but yeah, you know, still would be nice you to shape, you shape the show. You know, I'd, you know, I'd really like to know more about the artistry behind shooting Degrassi, which clearly puts a lot of emphasis on, you know, uh, they want to be the next citizen Kane. Yeah. The television. Pat just keeps pulling the, the snow globe out. Um, anything, um, any is, big takeaways from the panel that you think is worth uh, discussing? Um, it was very bizarre that, I mean, you know exactly what I'm going to say. It was very bizarre that they had Christina Schmidt there and then, like, nobody asked her a question for, like, 25 fucking minutes. And, like, 
they and then at one point she like shut herself off like because it was all mm-hmm. zoom so you had all zoom yeah, you know, yeah. Zoom, zoom things zoom windows if you will and she was gone mm-hmm. like she wasn't there and i said to rachel i was like she just peaced out because she was mad which i i would not even begrudge her they literally didn't point a mm-hmm. single question to her it was very poorly moderated in that sense they were like, oh, Shane Kippel, Lauren Collins say 14,000 things. And like Christina loves the cities over yeah. here looking didn't like ask, a million bucks. Didn't ask Andrea Lewis a damned thing. Yeah, they got the short shrift. Andrea Lewis was confident enough to, to like jump in. speak up and she kept she kept jumping in and like, oh, remember when we did this and we did this. But Christina Schmidt like really only answered the question that finally was posed to her after 25 minutes yeah. where, you know, the moderator was like, shit, I got to do something. And he did. Yeah, it was about Rick and the storyline. And she gave kind of a generic. And answer. then she she jumped in um later, too, and talked about when she was the plus size model and and all that. And so I felt like she jumped in more at some point, but Andrea Lewis had barely said anything. Yeah. Yes, she did. It, I mean, it is hard when you have so many people and everybody's kind of got in there and you got the, the mm-hmm. gregarious Linda Shiler, who has a lot to say about a lot, which is great. She was, Oh, well, she was Stephen the Stone interrupted everyone. So <laughs> he was mm, just like, hello, that's me. Stephen Stone. Um, who had the best background and who had the worst background? Well, you do worst. Cause you have a lot to say about it. Don't you? Did I just set you up for something yeah. and you don't even? It's I not was like, even I think back, I. Who had the worst back, overall thing? Jake Epstein. Jake Epstein's yeah. lighting was so weird. He looked like yellow and like blurry. Yeah. And he had this like blue backdrop. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. And he kept being like, he had a lot of good things to say. And I was really glad that he said a lot of things. But I was like, oh, it's, it's, it's too much. Fix yeah, that lighting. I, fe- I, I fell a little bit in love with him. Uh, on this yeah i was gonna say uh, that was my other question was who are your two biggest crushes from oh, the okay oh so i'll get that i will get to okay. that later uh the best and the wor- and the best background um whose background did we like i don't remember christina loves the um, cities was pretty good uh lauren collins she had like some nice she had books out like a david bowie bowie book right and- she had that very specific <laughs> and- book out yes yeah, yeah. Kipples Kipples was not great, but he had like decent enough. He was like you could see him. Mm-hmm. He was in a pretty yeah. Kipples really a star. Yeah. In my um opinion. he He's is. Real... Yeah. And I think that you thought that um Aislin? Aislin, yeah. Aislin <laughs> you thought that Aislin looked like her? she was in a closet with uh plants. Yes. She looked like they she just shoved a bunch of plants in a closet and was like, I'm gonna get in here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to ask Mike the question you want to? Oh the, yeah. So the who pointed, are who the pointed were, question you wanted to ask me? Who were your two biggest crushes from the event? Who did you walk away going? Wow. I absolutely love them. It's totally fine for me to answer this question because they're all grown adults. Yeah. So it's not creepy, but one of them is certainly Jake Epstein, who I did say the bit that the punchline was, I don't know who I have more of a crush on. Uh, what's the woman's name? You just said it. Aislin. I for- Aislin mm-hmm. something or Jake Epstein, because I found both of them to be uh, very smart and attractive. <laughs> I liked them. I found them to yeah. be interesting people that I enjoyed listening mm-hmm. to and looking at. <laughs> so weird. 
<laughs> I still think it's like creepy, but she's 30 years old. It's not creepy, right? Yeah. She's like 27, please... but it's not oh, creepy. Yet. Now it's a little creepy. <laughs> I found the, but she was very smart and very like. Yeah, yeah. She's an adult. Yeah. They're all adults. Yeah. They're all adults. I'm excited now, too, because I've, you know, neither of us have watched a lot of the later years. Like, I watched all of Next Class, but I missed some of those season 10 to 14. Uh, I'm excited to get to some of their storylines when they were talking about them a little bit. Yeah, they sounded yeah. pretty good. I was yeah. pretty excited yeah. to hear about some of those Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I always thought that, like, Eli was a funny-looking kid, but I was like, oh, Munrum Chambers, I kind of like this, like, uh, mysterious Wait. mountain man look he's going for. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Captain Morgan, are you talking about? He was not a mountain <laughs> man. He looked like a fucking juggler at a <laughs> sideshow. <laughs> Pat is not no, into no. it. I also said, I said, I was like, ooh, like, um, Sean looks really good. What the fuck is his name? Oh, right. Daniel Clark was there. I forgot. Yeah. Looks- Daniel Clark looked really great. And you were like, he looks the same. He looked, <laughs> well, he they all like looked, an adult a lot now. Of them look quite preserved. Yeah. 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 They had a lot of like not not important things to say. It looked like Linda Shiler was vaping. I'm not really sure if we know that for a fact. You uh, Pat, wrote some like the snow globe. <laughs> some things down. You wrote some <laughs> things down though. I think I did. I did important facts that we learned. It was named after Star Trek: The Next Generation. Like duh, but also that we had that confirmed. Um, Stephen Stone not into the Spinner Emma storyline. Not a Spema shipper. Seemed a lot of, either was Spinner, it seemed like. No, no. Um, Craig regrets his toxicity and really hated having to act out that storyline. And there was a lot of, I liked kind of what they were talking about in the end when they were talking about how, and that this is one of the things I really like about Degrassi is that it addresses things that are actual issues with teenagers in the moment. Like, and it is what is happening at the time. So like those things might not age well, like Craig being like right. a dick was very much of the time in the early two thousands. And the consequences that he faced are exactly what he would have faced. Like no surprise there. Yes. Yeah, but I agree. Had it been 2020 different story. I yes. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? But it was, I, it actually made me think, am I too hard on the show when we review it? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Um, but it's all in good fun. We love the show. The Broomheads know we love the show. They wouldn't like our show if they thought we didn't love the show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then I think that the other really, um, the other really big thing that happened in the panel was that Jake Epstein somehow, despite living there for years, didn't know that it's Madison Square Garden mm. at Gardens. Mm. Very important. He did distinction. say. He did say we were at Madison <laughs> more Square than Gardens. once. More than once. God bless him. I yeah. love Jake Epstein. Um, He's adorable. Yeah. And the other thing that felt like a little bit of a lie was that uh, Shane Kippel was talking about his cameo. And he was saying, you know, that he'll get requests from kids to get something for their parents. And sometimes parents get something for kids because they've introduced um, the show and and people will tell him that they're his favorite character. And we were like, what 12 year old girl's favorite character is Spinner? There's no 12 year old girl whose favorite character is Spinner. He was saying like, yeah, yeah. My mom introduced me to the show and now you're my favorite character. And I was like, well, that's not that's not honest. (laughs) That's not true at all. (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe though, maybe who knows? Spinner's I mean, the maybe best. they we like him Spinner. like showing his butthole to the whole school, like. And the Spinner, I'll jokes. say this. I'll say this. Spinner showed up in this episode for a uh, a moment. Oh my god! And he was the best goddamn thing in the whole episode. <laughs> and that's not, and I don't even think this was a bad episode. But no, him no. getting in it's there just and a- his excitement for. Go ahead. He was wearing a, a ribbed tank top, as we know them as, mm. and he mm. was getting all the food at the party. I have no idea why. He, his, he didn't really explain that. His his unabashed excitement for a plate of loose chips was <laughs> next level. <laughs> he was like, oh, loose, loose chips. Loose chips. <laughs> loose ridges anyway we're not here to talk about oh wait we are here to talk about loose chips and spinner because we're here to talk about degrassi and we were just talking about Mm -hmm. degrassi in the panel Mm -hmm. nothing else on the panel we're good we're done no i don't think there's anything there was no like i mean obviously like we all want degrassi to come back we want to we got a new iteration of this there wasn't any other like big bombs i think of information they did keep bringing up like a reboot of like who would be the, I would love a fucking reboot with like our original next generation cast member. The way they fucking rebooted it in the first place with like Spike and Stacey Mystician yeah. and Snake with mm-hmm. like four or five of the that but like who would you pick? You know? Who would you have? Cuz like yeah. the, uh, the obvious And I mean way I really like, don't want to do this People always talk about like doing it the same way they did it the first time, which is like, oh, let's have like me, like Bella, like no, we don't, we don't want Bella, but like Bella and like Liberty's Mommy, kid. My, my tummy hurts. Let me get you milk. Like whoever gives the child milk <laughs> when they're I thought the same fucking thing. I thought the same. I was like, thing. it will. Oh, your stomach hurts. Well. Here's some dairy. Ginger ale. <laughs> She is maybe not fit to be a mother, I got to say. Like, that made me really question things. That was the most egregious thing she did as a mother. Not get drunk at the party while their daughter slept in Jane's bed. It was, your stomach hurts, let me ply you with dairy. (laughs) Hilarious that we both thought that how funny that was. Um. But I don't know. Mia's not. Yeah, no, I don't I don't I don't want to see I don't want to see like, you know, the kids of those people coming back. I want to see like Craig has Joey Jeremiah's used car dealership now and he is working there and he runs into Spinner who owns the dot. And like, I don't know. I want to see them all as adults just working those places. Yeah. Anyway, we're not. Well, we are here to talk about all the things we've been talking about. Degrassi, the next generation, more Mm -hmm. specifically episode 721 it is the seventh episode of wait no the 21st episode of the seventh season and it is technically the 140th episode i'm doing this by to be math the 140th but the to be okay to be math takes all the onus off of me so now i just have to go to to be i know what episode it is 140th episode but with all the two partners (laughs) it's the 113th it's amazing how far behind we are it's called everything she wants Everything she wants is a song by Wham that I have never heard. Really? You've never heard it? I didn't listen to it. I bet you if I listened to it, I'd be like, oh, of course I know oh. the song. Yeah, I, I didn't recognize the name. And I listened to it and I was like, oh, yeah, this is one of the best can Wham you, songs out there. So, Can I get a little taste? Or? 
No, 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 no. I don't want you to play it. I'm not singing sing it. it. I'm not singing it because I don't even think I could sing it quite as everything well. Everything so. she wants is another baby. It's gone tomorrow and everything she wants is a bass, except not everything. We're gonna get we're gonna get fined if you play the song on the podcast. Oh yeah, I totally know the song. This is a great song. Got it. We're good. Got it. Yep. Oh, Zoom, I, Zoom I just came song. up with a thing where it's like, are you playing music? Set up, set up audio. Love that song. We did. We've done Wham. Oh, we did. When did we do Wham? Oh, we've done Wham and George Michael. Did didn't huh. wake me up before you go go? Or did we not do Wham? Have we only done George Michael? I think we've only Careless done George Whisper. Michael. Yeah, but yeah. Careless but I, Whisper was was it was a Wham song and a George Michael song kind of a deal. But fine, oh, fuck it. Oh, and we said both. Every, okay. Every, everything she wants is a Wham song. Rachel, what's your favorite Wham song? Everything she wants. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really don't like "Wake Me Up Before You Go Go." It just reminds me of Zoolander now, though, right. too. I mean, Last Christmas, most annoying Christmas song of all time. I like don't hate that song. I know everybody hates it. You only I don't hate. I it. mean, everyone hates the Wings song, and I love that one. So I guess we all have our things. Which one is uh, simply having? Listen, I don't mind that song either. Christmas songs mm-hmm. are meant to to be in and out, be annoying. Real, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yes, pretty much. So I, I like that song. I don't care. I don't care. All Christmas music is annoying to most people, but if you like Christmas, it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Then it's fine. Mm-hmm. I love that song. I didn't know it was a Wham song, or that it was called mm-hmm. "Everything She Wants." But here we are. <laughs> here we're learning so much. Which episode was Careless Whisper? Was it the one where JC learns to play the sax? Yeah. <laughs> all that she wants is another baby. She's gone tomorrow, but all that she wants is another baby. Hey. That's- so do you think that's like a literal baby or like a guy that's a baby? That's a great question. <laughs> I think it's a baby baby. Mm. Well, all that she wants is another baby. He's he's gone tomorrow. Oh, or is it she's gone tomorrow? I thought it was she. Oh, might be she. Or maybe gone it's he. Tomorrow. I don't know how either one of mm. those changes changes the meaning of the song. Though. You know, as much as I listened to Asa Bass as a child, I can't say that I know that the what the chorus. I'm sorry, what the verse says in that song at all. <laughs> that, that's the only line that I know in the whole song. Do you have anything more to say about Wham? That's in that part of that's in all that she wants, right? No, no. Yes, it is. That's that's Where? the beginning of that song of all that she wants. Am Isn't I crazy? it crazy? Do 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 there's a weird whistling in the beginning of it that I was trying to emulate. I'm pretty sure. What song is that? 
Oh, it won't let me play it. I think we're both right. <laughs> we're both <Yeah>. right. <laughs> no, we're not both right. Oh. Does the I'm... sign have yeah, that's that's in the sign. <laughs> but it's like partway through the song. It's not in the beginning. I'm pretty sure. We're going to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> no, please, please. We're going to listen to the whole song. That's what I was talking about. So I was, you were right. <laughs> it's in the sign. It's in the sign. Rup-ba-da-ba-you mm-hmm. is in the sign. Mm-hmm. All that she wants, mm-hmm. the lyrics are... She leads a lonely life. She leads alone when she woke up late in the morning light and the day had just begun. She opened her eyes, thought, oh, what a boning. <laughs> just she's got. Oh, I think it might be about a baby. I think it's about an actual baby. Do you know what the words are? I'm sorry. I'm like, I just I'm going to end up like. I ju- I'm looking at them. I just sang them to you. Are you listening? No, no. Say it again. I just said them on the podcast. Uh, When she woke up late in the morning light and the day had just begun, she opened up her eyes and thought, oh, what a morning. (laughs) It's a day for catching tan. She's a hunter. You're the fox. The gentle voice that talks to you won't talk forever. Anyway, who cares? This is terrible. I think it's about an actual baby. A human baby. Mm. You think it's about and a, her, a man. her going to get you means that she's going to come back for child support later, right? She's going to get you. No, she's going to the adoption agency. <laughs> I think she's going to the she's going to uh she's she's calling children's aid to see if any uh mm-hmm. if any if any young yeah, parents children's... got drunk at a party and left their kids children's... meanwhile all they could have just been jane could have just been like i was babysitting yeah children's aid also could have been like i don't know it just sounds like a non-profit that's there for like helping I mean, children in africa and not like the, by the way social services this is shout out to only people who live in New York, but there was a thing in New York called I'm really glad they made the Children's Aid Society. It was a commercial on WPAX We Care for Kids, the Children's Aid Society. And that was You the have song spoken about there. that on this podcast before. Oh, I have already <laughs> talked about the Children's Aid Society. You I've have, been. you have. <laughs> this podcast has been a hundred I know we just forty one episodes. We're repeating ourselves. I'm turning into like an an old lady. I'm like, have I ever told you about the time? <laughs> yes, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually Lucas the answer. with the lid off. This is a Lucas with the lid off episode. This guy mm. sucks. Oh, this he guy. sucks so bad. I wrote Mia in is a long like line of Degrassi jerk offs. Uh, he's among the worst. Yeah, he, I don't know, he, like, talked his way back into Mia's life just to be a real dick. By the way, I can't wait to be listening back to the episode uh, in a couple of days to hear the four minutes of me just reading the lyrics to Ace of Bases, all that she wants. (laughs) I think people are really going to be just jonesing for that. (laughs) 
audio content. <laughs> Something that they could have done themselves in their spare time. Oh, what's a morning? <laughs> That's a good song. Uh, it's also oh, relevant man. to the topic of the episode. Yeah. Why all that she wants is get well, actually, I don't know if she wants another baby. She's happy with the one. Why did we even? Uh, because everything she we... wants. Oh right. The song title. <laughs> You're gonna keep calling him Lucas with the lid off. I'm gonna keep calling him Kobe Dix because that's who he looks like to me. Jacoby Shaddix, right? Jacoby Shaddix. <laughs> Um, did you see his wallet chain? That was a whew, that was a serious wallet chain. Yeah, it was like was really that was like you're gonna put like put an anchor in the ocean with that wallet <laughs> chain. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty. He had a pretty solid wallet chain. He is very <laughs> of the times of the moment. Yeah, this is later than I thought too. Like I keep forgetting. Like we're in season seven, so it's actually 2008 that this came out. By the time we're end of season seven. And they somehow managed to pay for Paramore. They had Paramore on this oh, episode. That's something that that's the special thing that I have to tell you about. Have I told you about the time? Um, so I heard Paramore in the episode, and I was like, "Wait, did I just hear Paramore?" I thought I was like that, and we were talking about Paramore on Patreon with Instant Star, but they weren't around yet when Instant Star started. So Instant I Star. went to um, I went to a Degrassi website to double check the songs that were in it. And I found out that my friend's band is in this episode. Um, (laughs) So when they first get to the party, Army of Me is the song. It's a band, not the song. Army of Me is a song by Bjork. The band also was named Army of Me. Um, If you complain once more. Yeah, that song um, is playing when she gets to the party with Bella. And fun fact um army of me is a band from dc that i knew when i was a teenager i did not know them anymore by this point um i mean they played they played a concert at my house um where i am right now um they was it a double bill with mariah no that would have been amazing it was a double bill with another band but not mariah they used to be called cactus patch and Kindle and I are in Cactus Patch's first music video, which you can find on YouTube. It is called These Hands. And so for the broomheads out there, go find These Hands by Cactus Patch on YouTube and try to spot me in it. And this is the same band that played at the party. At the party. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So, cause I was looking through and also I was like, Oh, Paramore all time low. They're like another pop punk band that was from Lutherville where I'm from. Um, oddly. And, uh, like if there was a few other, um, bands of the time playing and then I was like, army of me, no way. That was their big hit was Canadian television. Um, there was a band that I knew when I was growing up that used to get their songs on real world in the nineties. It was my dad's coworker's son's band. They were pretty big in Baltimore. <laughs> Some 41. <laughs> Eric Wibley is my my dad's coworker's son. We're already talking about the Lucas and Mia story, but I was like unsure of what the A and B story was. It's weird because the picture, I think it, the Lucas and Mia story is the A story. I wrote it down as such, but the picture is Emma and Sean. And Sean's story feels so overwhelmingly emotional that it's like, Shouldn't it have been relegated to a B story in the second to last episode of the season? 
I mean, I kind of think it's the A story. Oh, it should. So, is this the last we see of Sean Cameron? It is. So, it also should be noted on the panel. Somebody asked Daniel Jones, what's his name? Clark. Daniel Clark. If if Sean died in combat, because mm-hmm. like I guess that's a common question that people have. He says that he does not think, and was like kind of appalled by the question, which I kind of was too. I was like, yeah. Come on, guys. Like, are we really going that deep? I guess we'll get to it when we get there. But yeah, that felt more like an A story to me. But I guess we're dealing with we got the new kids. We got to give them the spotlight a little more. I, mm-hmm, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Lucas is, among other things, not just a, t- a terrible father is not even a way to explain it no. because he's not even a f- he acts like this is not his child at all yeah like he is she is actively not involved in this child's life and has no interest in it and yet is complaining about his mom and his dad's relationship the entire time yes so we open on uh well we don't open on there's a cold open with a bunch of vacata stuff but then we get into <laughs> mia the what, great science teacher, Mr. Bins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is he even talking about? It's some studying for midterms. Um, uh, or finals, uh, probably. It's the end of the school year. Unless this is another half season one, I can't tell anymore. It gets very confusing. I don't know. So um, they're going to go and have dinner because Lucas and Jane's mom has a new boyfriend named... Maybe Greg. Greg. <laughs> Maybe Greg. Maybe we could do Greg. Lucas describes him as the net dork date. Yeah, he is a fucking loser, this guy. Yeah. Um, maybe we could have Greg. I like Greg. Greg likes baseball. Yeah, you can ask him anything about it. He knows evidently everything that there is to know about mm, baseball. Greg. Mm, Greg, who hit the most runs in 2006? <laughs> Well, sir, it's only 2000. When does this episode? This is 2008. (laughs) So Lucas is mad because like Lucas likes his absentee father or something. I don't fucking Mm -hmm. know. We also get a little backstory with uh, Mia and Jane. And it appears as though Mia and Jane back in the Lakehurst days were good friends. Mm -hmm. And then according to Mia, when she got pregnant, Jane stopped talking to her. That's where Mm -hmm. where we got out of that. Mm -hmm. Mia, Jane is warning Mia saying, do not, if you ever listen to me in your life do not date my brother he is a skid and they called Mia, them skids she called him a skid mark the full thing skid mark but they um, but the, but skids is like a mm-hmm. like degenerates in in canada mm-hmm, i know mm-hmm. that because of letter kenny ah i see i see and before this we kind of also acknowledge the fact that like mia's doing great like mia is being a really good mom she is doing well in school. She's got spirit squad. She um, is thinking about running for student council president. Like yeah, things are going great be. for her. And then she's like dating this dummy. I know. See, this the is father a... of her child, but also a dummy. This is an example of an episode where when Mia, so Mia does a dumb thing. Mia goes to Lucas's house. His parents are gone. He's having a party. He does. She doesn't. She goes there. Uh, not under the auspices that it will just be the three of them, Mia, Lucas, and Bella. And they will mm-hmm. hang out, and then she gets there, and it's a party. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, earlier in the episode, uh, Lucas has been lamenting the loss of crazy party Mia, who he knew before she had a baby. God damn mm-hmm. it. So she shows up at this party. He convinces her to stay. 
Mm-hmm. Jane's not home. The baby can sleep up in the room. She goes downstairs. She has a couple of beers. Mm-hmm. Seemingly, this is like a very stupid thing to do. But mm-hmm. I also was like, oh, I get this. And she says yeah. at one point, she's like, I'm just trying to be a normal teenager because she's so wrapped up in so many things. Mm-hmm. And this was an opportunity for her to just like let loose. Now, was it a bad idea to have the, her child there and not like at her house with her mom while she did it? Certainly. But also an ex- an understandable. And whose mistake. fault is it? Lucas with a lid off. Yeah, I agree. Mia's big. The big knock on Mia is that she's with this guy at all. Yeah. Because he's a real dumb. He's a real dipshit. He's a real dummy. And he is just. I don't know. I, there's like nothing redeeming about this guy. He is. Oh, fine looking. He's not like a stud. He's okay. He looks like Kobe Dick. She, she is way hotter than he is. Oh, hands down. She could do so much better. Just exactly as Jane was saying. Um, the, and like uh, he's getting, he gets detention in the beginning and hot. Sue's like, well, I hope you rub off on him some. Well, yeah, she says, well, he's like, I wish I could be spending time with my girlfriend. And, and Hatsu does say, oh, your girlfriend, Mia, I hope that she rubs off on you. And, and he says, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I, he, she didn't say me too. He said, I hope she does too or something like that, which is like pretty funny. I did have mm-hmm, a chuckle mm-hmm. at that. Greg. Um, so. Greg. So the party gets broken up by the cops and mm-hmm. as a result of uh the cops see the baby. Mm-hmm. And they're like is this is this your baby to to Jacoby Shaddix? And he says no, it's hers, which is like mm-hmm. get out of this. Like if she ends up back with this guy, I'm going to I'm going to start to feel a little less sympathy for Dude, her. Dude, there's literally nothing redeeming about him. He's a dick to his mom's date. Whether his mom's date is boring or not, he's like such an asshole. He's way too old to be acting like that. Um and clearly their dad's not around or anything like that. And then he invites Mia over once and then he's like, "I got to go hang out with Johnny and Bruce, the Moose." Because Ooh, that's BTM. like yeah, we were gonna, we were gonna be, we should hang out. We were gonna do that. I didn't know you're gonna bring the kid over. Well, let me just go for a little bit, and then she leaves, and then he buys her a charm bracelet to make up for it. And I thought it was gonna come out that he like stole it or something. I was like, why? There's some significance to this charm bracelet. I'm not sure what it is. Um, I thought he was gonna J Hogard it. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I was all primed for that after last week. Um, and then Mia's feeding her sick daughter milk, which is a terrible idea. <laughs> and then and then he's like i'm gonna make it up to you come over with bella it's gonna be great i'm gonna throw a huge fucking party and spinner's gonna come in and eat some chips like it was just very weird spinner shows up to this party he is so excited that there's loose (laughs) chips around and pizza he grabs a slice of pizza oh yeah yeah pizza and chips yeah he was loving those pizza and chips and then jane goes upstairs and finds the well mia goes upstairs to check on the baby and jane has got her yeah, because she was went to try to find the bathroom and couldn't find it. Um, the only other thing that Lucas said specifically that like really irritated me. Okay, he said two things. He said that being a dad was too hard. He doesn't do anything, and he also called it babysitting. And Mia's like, "You mean parenting?" Well, yeah, she said she's like, "Well, when it's your kid, it's parenting." He is not cut out for this line of work. Mm, 
Like, not now, not ever. And clearly he didn't have a good role model either. Certainly. I think that's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's obvious. Uh, so try, so the cops come. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're going to have to report this. To child services. They let we- everyone leave this party drunk, except for Mia with her three-year-old, Bella. Bella has one line in this episode, and it's about her tummy hurting. Mm-hmm. Thank God, because she's not she did an person. okay she did an okay job with it. Mommy, my tummy hurts. She had to my, do it sixteen times to get the line right. Mommy, my tummy hurts. Mama. <laughs> so rather than have Jane just go, oh, I was babysitting, so the cops could leave and not uh, send her to child services. She has to go to child services, but not a lot of melodrama here. It's just child services. Uh, she meets with them with her mother and they're basically like, we know your child is your first priority, but if you're, if you're the father is involved, he has to also agree to some kind of terms or something. Mm -hmm. And that's when Mia says, I'm on my own. So Mm -hmm. we get the idea that she is now leaving Lucas with the lid off. Hopefully we don't have to see him anymore because that would be great. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, He's kind of given us an in to Johnny DeMarco and Bruce the Moose that we, they hasn't been utilized enough in this season. But, you know, we'll get to see more of them next season, I'm sure. Bruce the Moose was... Uh, so Mia came down to the party in, like, a cute dress. Mm-hmm. And Bruce the Moose says, It's a nice dress, Mia, but I really like you better in your cheerleader uniform. Like, he's being a real creep mm-hmm. with, to mm-hmm. Mia. All the while, he's like, his girlfriend is right there. <laughs> Just like, yeah. Because he like goes upstairs with the girlfriend. Fucking yeah. Bruce the And Moose, Mia's man. sitting there like with Kobe Dick. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're all seem to be like, maybe they're all swingers. Maybe. Yeah. Bruce the Moose is not part of the B-story. Do we have anything else to say about the A story? Was that you no? Know, I guess that was really it. Did you feel like you wanted to talk more about the A story? I'm sorry, I didn't. Mean no, to I don't think it. so. I don't think so. I mean, it was just we pretty much went through it. I will say that um, I did feel like I actually liked Mia for the first time in this episode, and I felt like her acting was very good. Yeah, Nina Dobrev is a great actor. I've been telling yeah, you this. Yeah, but she, but I haven't gotten to see that so far in Degrassi, and so maybe she kind of worked her way into it. You want to see, want to watch the Vampire Diaries now? I mean, not right this minute. We got to okay. talk about the B story starring Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's B movie. That's B movie. Uh, I also thought Mia, I really enjoyed Mia in this episode as well. Yeah, I was like, oh, felt- so here, there you go. You were wondering when I was going to start to like Mia, and the answer is this time. Yeah, she was very much a teenager, also navigating the hard things in life. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. So in the B story, we find out that Spike is coming home. She's okay with Archie. She's coming home. Thus ends the most like pointless, like fucking plot device. I mean, seriously, like she leaves at the end of an episode. Mm-hmm. for melodramatic purposes. And then the next time either of those characters are in an episode, she's coming back. Come the fuck. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to get, I'm trying to be less harsh. <laughs> Speaking of like, superintendents, there was a joke on the panel 
about where everyone would be now. And and someone said that Snake would be the superintendent of all the schools. And he yeah. said, I'd actually be the janitor. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he probably would have been the superintendent of plot devices at this point. Yeah. So Spike is coming home because Snake can go back to work and everything seems kind of normal or normal-ish. I did want to say one more thing about the story. I'm so right, sorry. Go for it. Go for I it, yeah. jumped the gun. I jumped the gun and it was me. I did. I was not a fan of uh, Lucas and this is their kids. So they get a sort of a pass on this. Lucas and Mia said so mostly Lucas said bad things, but they were arguing so much about that little girl right in front of that little girl like saying things about like what a burden she is and how difficult it is and mia being like well it's part of parent like the always with her standing right there and it's like that and her making that face i felt bad for her i was like that is traumatizing for this poor kid to be like i am the cause of all of this trauma and all of this like arguments between my parents anyway it's because she's not a good actor that's why that's why <laughs> Yeah, that is the reason. Mommy. So she kind of yeah, you're right. She deserves it. <laughs> mommy, my tummy hurts. My tummy hurts, mommy. Oh, here's some fucking milk. steak. <laughs> you know who's also a warm glass of milk? Yeah, I sure do. Good segue, Sean Cameron, and he's back. <laughs> I was wondering, I was wondering if we were gonna have to sing B story one more time or not, but I think we're good with two. <laughs> Um, I noticed that this episode was also starring Daniel Clark because he's not in the beginning anymore. Whatever it takes, huh, uh, yeah, if I do. Also starring Daniel Clark. Dan Woods. Um, Daniel Clark is back from basic training. Yeah, and apparently he has PTSD from it. That's not funny. I don't mean to make light of it, but no. like he seems to have PTSD from basic training. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, came back to, like, say bye to everyone before he ships out. He's going to Afghanistan. Uh, and he doesn't have a family he cares about because Tracker went to... The Yukon. He didn't, he went, he didn't go to the Yukon. I think he went somewhere else. I think he went to work on oil and gas somewhere. He went to the Yukon? Matty O. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He did not go to the Yukon. You know uh, it's it's escaping you know who's, me. You know who's from the Yukon? Yukon Cornelius. From your snow globe. <laughs> Yukon Cornelius is from the Yukon. That's, where he's from. That's why he's called Yukon Cornelius. No, he's actually from Montreal. <laughs> he's just trying to escape his French-Canadian past and have a new mm-hmm. identity. So, yeah. So, Sean is... Gonna stay with the spinners. No, the snakes. <laughs> the snakes. Sorry. The snake spike Nelsons. <laughs> sorry. The, the, sorry. The, the, the Nelsons. <laughs> the spinners. Emma makes it clear she has a boyfriend. Step off, homie. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. She is mm-hmm. taken. Who is she dating? I don't even remember. Damien. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, because they really get in the episode for a hot second last week, but like not long, and we right. haven't seen them for a while, so. I completely forgot about that, yes. Yeah, so uh, Sean has clearly internalized everything from basic training. He's using military time. He's talking about how bad the food is, and he's real into working out, and that's all we know. Yeah, so Snake's like, Snake, 
uh, needs to get back in shape, I guess. Mm-hmm. He looked fine. He looked he looked exactly like himself. He looks a lot better than me, I will say. <laughs> he hasn't just Sean been through a pandemic. Teach me how to fucking work out. Oh my god! So they have a workout montage. They go to the school gym at DeGrassi because that's the only gym apparently, and they're going to be there at fifteen hundred hours. And by the time they're leaving, it's dark out. So clearly, they've been there for like days. And Sean is just making snake three p.m. Sean is just making Snake work out so hard. And Snake is like dying. The montage was very dumb. I felt like we could have like shortened that and had a little bit more like, I don't know. Mental stuff at the end. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that they choose to do this? And I'm not knocking this. This is, I didn't not like it. In fact, I got a little choked up to be quite honest. Um, Oh yeah, I did too. But they chose to do the sentimental stuff with Sean and Snake rather than with Sean and Emma. Yeah. But I think that actually was the right call. I do too. Emma's moved on and Emma has such a, is not into what Sean's doing. She has like a bias against what Sean's doing. So Mm -hmm. them actually putting Snake in that position to tell him he's proud of him. Oh boy, I got real choked up. Oh, I cried. I was just like I didn't cry, but I definitely got I definitely got tears in my eyes. I mean, Sean didn't have I mean, Sean apparently we think that Sean actually had perfectly nice parents. They seemed fine. I don't understand exactly. I mean, Sean is so mad at them, I guess, for like um making him leave. Right, but when did he had they, to leave. I, I'm the, the, Sean's past is a little convoluted to me cuz did he have to leave? I don't know. I was so stuck on like Ellie and Emma having sand in their pockets of their yeah. pants that I really like missed a lot of like the story in that episode. And Jay around in their orange pants. Honda Civic. Yeah, it was just a lot in that episode. So I don't think I ever totally understood. <laughs> it's like, what was the name of that town? Uh, Wasega Beach. Nice. Good call. <laughs> Certain things will stick in my mind. Um no, like he had to leave because I guess he hit that kid and made him deaf. And then uh, and then he was like mad. I, this is me like going like, I don't even remember the story from a couple seasons ago. He made that kid deaf and then his parents made him leave so that it was better for him to not be there. Right. Not because they hated him or anything, but he felt like they hated him and they made him live with Tracker until Tracker went to work on oil and gas. In the Yukon. The provinces. What is the Northern Territories? Colorado territory. Mm-hmm. Um, so what ends up happening is he's working snake out. And when he's working snake out, he starts to like, be like, you gotta be perfect. You gotta be, you gotta get all the right things. Ah, like this whole thing, which is mm-hmm. obviously like bleeding over from his basic training days. Mm-hmm. So they go home and he admits to snake that he's scared, that he's like very scared about going. And, but snake sort of reassures him that, you know, th- this is a thing that you feel is important, and I'm very proud mm-hmm. of you. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's a point where Sean's, like, asking him, like, I'm a good sh- soldier, right? Like, and it's just, that just broke my heart so much. Yeah, he says, I'm a good soldier, and Snake goes, I, I believe, I'm certain that you are. And then he's like, mm-hmm. Snake does this thing about, like, 
you know, there was this kid I used to know. He didn't like teachers, but I don't remember what the rest of it was. But I, I think he's yeah. going to be all right. And then Snake, and then Sean says something like, "Do you think he's he's good or like he mm-hmm. he's, he?" Ended- mm-hmm. It really, it really was like a nice capper on the Sean character because yeah. Sean's a character I've been, you know, you know my history with the Sean character. Warm I've been relatively, I've been relatively confused about the Sean character quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, but. This really like hit home for me that like he's just looking for like a person to ad- who he admires to like care about him. Yeah, and he was I'd- saying he says to them that like they're the people that he wants to come back to. Oh, and yeah, it really was made me. Cry oh my that. god, I just like it was just so heartbreaking. Yeah, this made me kind of like Sean. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go to war. I know. He might be murdered. We don't know because he never comes back. This is his last episode. So he does ask if they could take a new picture, Emma and Sean. from the mm-hmm. They get out the same digital camera from many seasons ago. They take a nice picture. Yeah, it's very sweet. I really liked it. I really liked it, too. I really liked it. I thought that was a fitting farewell to this character. Aw. But now it was disappointed they made it like a B story and focused so much on the other part of it, but it felt like it should have been an A an A story. It did. It did. Um That's it. Yeah, that's that's our episode. You know what? I think we have one left of this season. season. Yeah. Can um, you believe it? I can't believe it. I can't even believe it. Does that mean we do it and then we take a week off? Because that's what we used to do. That's what we used to do. You take a week off in between seasons. Well, we you got know? into the yearbook. We're going to bring mm-hmm. the yearbook back on the main page because we feel like the broomheads like the yearbook and it's not necessarily a cool thing to keep it just to the Patreon, right? That's yeah. What talking about. We're not done yet. We still have to do the one to ten. How oh, much yeah. does this episode oh, go yeah. there? I oh, also yeah. have to do my corrections. Oh, okay. Do you want to do corrections first or after? Let's do one to ten, and then let's do the MVD, and okay. then I'll do corrections. So, okay. Rachel, one to ten, yes. the go there scale, the patented go there scale. No one else can use mm-hmm. it. We got mm-hmm. it. Happy to do it. How much? T- <laughs> Are you happy to do it? Are you really happy to do it? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> just, it just happened to come out of my mouth. Happy to do it. How much do you think this episode goes there? I gave it a six. That might seem a little high. You think it's it's right? It because yeah, I don't think it's too high. I I I realize I just like shook my head no on a audio <laughs> medium. So no, I know I don't think. It's too yeah, because I, I gave it a six because of um, Mia almost losing her child to child services. Mm. Fair to Midland, maybe she. I don't think she was okay. really in yeah. any threat they, to lose her You know, I I just think that that like it ramped it up a little bit. The stakes were a little high on that side, but also Sean going to war was like a big part in that for me. And it was his story in this was very heartbreaking. It was very short, but it was very heartbreaking. His story. <laughs> also, I want to say that um when they went to take the picture, they they uh Sean asked. Or, or no, Emma asked Sean to squeeze in close. I love, oh. I love Semma. I think I that they are the meant to be 
couple. Well, that was what was also brought up on the panel because Daniel Clark was on the panel and he mm-hmm. said that he would have liked an opportunity to come back to see that through. And that's mm-hmm. when Shane Kipple was like, yeah, I kind of, uh, yeah, Evan Spinner was a little weird. And he said he thought there was unfinished business With between, Jane. J- yeah, Spinner and Jane. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows, dog? So, so what do you think the, how, how much did this episode go there? I think it goes there. I think sending a kid off to war who's clearly like not fucking ready to do that shit. No. Man, when you're 18 years old, it's, uh, I don't know if that's what the comment, what they're commenting on, but it feels like it kind of is a little bit. He's still a fucking yeah. kid, man. He's bare. It should yeah. be noted that uh, snake does insist that he does not call him Mr. Simpson. Call him Archie or Snake, because now they're contemporaries. But that's the mm-hmm. weirdness of it. Like, they're not contemporaries. Mm-hmm. This is no. still a child. This I mean, is a- Snake is 32. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and Sean is 18 or that's 19. That's why he looks so good. I look that good at 32. Now I'm 40. I just look much fatter now. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I ha- this is a person who is not, if you come out of basic training mm-hmm. and that's it with mm-hmm. this and, and the way he was doing the, like, you have to be perfect. You have to do, you shouldn't fucking go to war, dude. I am sorry. It's just like, it's, you shouldn't be going to war. It's, it's Mm-mm. terrible. This is a boy. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, who knows, man? So I think it goes there pretty heavy for that. What'd you say? A six? Mm-hmm. I'll say a six. A six. I'll say yeah. Oh, you're going with the same same rating. Yeah, five is too I usually, low. Seven's too high. Five, I think five is too low. I don't know that seven's too high. It's weird. The Mia stuff to me is 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 its own thing. I'm mm-hmm. not even rating it for that. I'm rating it for the fact that they're sending a clear child with with the fucking barely parents. With mm-hmm. like no direction, no mm-hmm. f- high school diploma, and that's what they do. Yeah, and that's fucked up. That's like not. That's not an anomaly. That's not Mm-mm. just. That is pretty. Uh, and actually, stuff. that West Wing episode that I was just watching before this had a lot to do with um, veterans and people who fought in wars and were mur- were killed in wars. Actually, so maybe. <laughs> That's why I'm feeling more sensitive to it because that was all about that. <laughs> I love how you keep saying murdered because I think people would be like murdered. They're not murdered, but no, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, if you die in in warfare, you're you're murdered. Like I think some people would say not, that's not true. It's not like I think, like, some, I think like there are people who, who had a heart attack. You know, yeah, my, yeah, my fish pops. Yeah, but I think there are people who would argue that argue yeah. with you on that and say no, that's that they're not murdered. They're volu- There's a voluntary thing they go in to do. No, I mean the thing is, I think if you're if you go into war and you're fighting a war, if you die, you're still murdered by someone else. Murdered, murdered. Anyway, heavy bones. Heavy bones. It was pretty so heavy Patrick. bones. I mean, God, that that whole Sean Snake thing really just made me feel so many things. I wanted to watch it again, and then I was like, but I kind of don't because I'm so sad after I watched it. It is sad that we never see that character again. Like, so, so the no, question of does so he die in combat is not, yeah. So disappointing 
knowing that we're not going to see him again. He's not going to show up at like a wedding or a reunion or anything like that. Or in the Drake I'm upset video because he wasn't invited to it. Let's not forget. <laughs> Let's re forget. The actual two high people, reunion. Two people were conspicuously absent. Drake, uh, Daniel Clark and fucking Ryan Cooley. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he's dead, so that's, that makes sense. Ryan Cooley. So, Patrick. Yes. In this episode. Ah, I episode hate having to do the first one. 721. Everything she wants is another baby. <laughs> now I hear it. Now I hear it. I didn't hear it before. <laughs> um, Did you not know what I was is, doing? Out of all of the ensemble cast in this show. What? We What'd you fro- say? We were totally frozen for a while there. <laughs> I yeah. froze... You froze for me right after you said I did Rapata Bayo and you said now I hear what you're doing. Yeah. And then you froze. Oh so okay. I okay. said you did not know what that was from before. <laughs> well you no, didn't... I just I just you know when you you know if you hear a song, you're like, Oh yeah, that song, okay. But you know if I Pat's... love how you Yeah. You know, if Pat sings the song, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, so. you just don't even deal with it. A lot of freezing. Frozen. I know we keep freezing at the wrong time when we're trying to finish a joke. I love how you were just like went with us like whatever. I'm not even gonna bother with it. <laughs> it's just it thing. happens too often. I'm not gonna I lie. I played the song. I played it from the sign with on my phone. But then when I but then when I then I heard it and I was like, oh yeah, that part I got what I understand what you're saying. And so this was I, the next time that you did it, and so now I'm like, oh yeah, I hear it now. <laughs> So, Patrick, out of this massive ensemble cast, who are you going to choose to, who are you going to give the crown to and the sash and the flowers? Who is the most valuable Degrassian in this episode? This is a really hard one, and I hate that I have to go first. I love being able to hear what you say and then deciding based on that. Yeah. Yeah. it's not Bruce the Moose, though. You know, I always get a little. Antsy I think you're waiting. I think you're waiting for a Bruce the Moose episode. <laughs> I have never given it to Bruce the Moose. I don't think, but I have certainly thought about it. Mm-hmm. I actually thought about giving it to Spinner because of him just wanting to dive into that paper plate of loose potato chips, but <laughs> I didn't. Um, this might shock the world. This might be. This might shock America. Or Canada, who's ever listening. I don't know that I've ever done this. I've probably had plenty of opportunities. I think you did once. I probably have done it before. I have? I did? I think so. I think there was one time. Just once? And did I do this whole I think it was when he became hot. Yeah. Oh, right. I did. When he had the long hair? Mm Mm-hmm. You're right. I did do it. So I guess the cat's out of the bag. It's Lucas. <laughs> With a little <laughs> Sean Cameron. Sean Cameron's the MVD. God bless. One of the OGs from the first. Was he in the first season? No, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. From the first <laughs> from the first season to now. I have gone up and down. I've basically gone down and down and down and then up once or twice mostly down with this character but i have enjoyed living with this character i've enjoyed dunking on this character i've enjoyed 
all of the things Mr. La Potato Head with this character. And if this is the last time we're going to see Sean, and I really did feel very emotional uh, at his goodbye in this episode. So he did something right. God bless you, Daniel Clark. And go, Sean Cameron. You're my MVD. One of the greats, one of the MVDs of all the MVDs. We love you. Yeah, I um, am actually glad you went first because I found this episode really hard to pick too because I do think this one, episode 721, everything she wants is another baby. Um, She's gone tomorrow, but everything she wants. Yeah, is another baby. Um, It's really a Mia episode and I feel like she does such a good job in this episode and it really should go to Mia and I, in my heart of hearts, I do think that Mia deserves it in this episode, but it's the last time we see Sean. And the whole Snake Sean conversation, I almost want to give it to both of them because it's something about like if Snake hadn't been there, it wouldn't be the same thing. It was the conversation between the two of them at the end that really made me want to give it to both of them. But because we can only choose one, there can only be one. It's Sean. Says the person who picked an entire class once and will probably pick an entire class next week. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I agree. Give it up for Sean Cameron. We've had fun with him. He, I will say, whether or not I have always loved the character, understood mm-hmm. the character, mm-hmm. uh, he has definitely provided this show with a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. a lot of jokes, a lot of fodder. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he is mm-hmm. very, very, he has been a great cast member for us. He's a really important part of it. And I love that we got to see the photo of him and Emma in this episode. Like we got to see the original one where he's wearing the jean jacket. That was a big, that was when Ashley was wearing a jean jacket with a turtleneck too. That was a big time for us. Nothing was funnier than last week. You talking about the, um, the, which I didn't even notice watching it, but then when about how they were all wearing polo shirts with the tank tops over it. And that is really fucking weird. Right, right. I know I don't do the MVOs anymore because they're not as absurd as they were in the early seasons. But then every so often there's something like Lucas's anchor sized like wallet chain. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is going on? <laughs> but everyone's clothes kind of mellowed out as they got older and You're right. learned how to wear normal clothes. <laughs> but not those tank tops over those polo shirts. That's a fucking it's wild such a thing. I mean, I, I had noticed previously when we met Holly J and Anya that they would wear like matching outfits a lot and they were always a little like very preppy but strange. Like I couldn't quite mm-hmm. figure them out. But this like tank top over polo shirts, I'm like, this is something I've never seen before. <laughs> Don't know if I'll ever see it again. Before we go, we're going to do a little bit of corrections. Corrections Mm -hmm, is not mm -hmm. actual corrections. Corrections Mm -hmm. corner. We're not actually correcting. What happens is, and Rachel, you can also do this if you, if you ever, if you ever have these moments yourself. If I have a correction. Yeah. Yeah. Feel free to, to, to chime in, but I do the episodes and then I get sent the episodes. I listen to it and then I listen to it again. And sometimes I hear moments where I go, Oh God damn it. I missed a good... Why didn't I, I say X? I missed a part. So yeah. it's not really a correction. It's more of a... Ah. Mm-hmm. So, last week's episode, there was something called the Freedom Fast. I don't know if you remember the Freedom Fast, where they were yes. fasting yes. for freedom. 
And mm-hmm. I realized listening back that I could have said, ah, oh, man, they're not going to be able to, since it's a freedom fast, they're going to not be able to eat their freedom fries or their freedom toast. <laughs> Do you remember freedom fries? I thought about that last week when we saw that. Like when I watched the episode, it came to mind. I was like, why is it called freedom fast? Because that Cause just reminded were... me of freedom fries. How stupid was that? Freedom fries. I don't say French. Fuck the French. I hate really them. Dumb. Freedom Actually, fries. Actually, you're wrong about recently did an episode about the Dixie Chicks and their cancellation by the right. And they talked about the Freedom Fries. Like, I had forgotten. I had was forgotten that about it, but it was at a simil- nice... similar time. Yes. Is that all happening together? I love the Dixie Chicks. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last correction. At some point during the episode, I did a, I opened a beer and -hmm. it was my second beer. And I said that I went, Oh God, it's my Mm -hmm. second beer. And I would be, Mm -hmm. I'm so mad at myself for not saying twice the beers, twice the beers. Crazy that I didn't say that. So that's my correction. For my two corrections for the last episode. I can't believe I didn't say twice the beers, twice the beers. Twice the beers. This episode was great. It would have been better with the little studs, but you can't have everything. You can't have studs every week, you know? You're right. Honestly, they, like, you know, we've been complaining about this season because it's been a little slow. Um, I think it's a transitional phase because we're getting rid of the old generations and we're coming in with new people. I think that there's a reason why people like um, when you get into like, I think 10, I don't even know if it's like eight or nine. I think it's like 10 that they like better. Um, So I'm not looking forward to kind of dragging through the next couple seasons, but at the same time, some of it's been kind of fun. This has been fine. It is what it is. You know, you're going to live, you're going to live with some good ones. You're going to have some bad ones. This was a pretty good one. Yeah. We started off with Darcy's uh, date rape. By the way, you're like, next week is the finale. There's three more episodes. Are there? Okay, sorry. When I was looking at YouTube, they only had 722, So, and then it jumped to season eight, so I was like assuming that it was the next, the last one. Twice the bears! Twice the bears! Corrections. Follow us at SparkleSpaz28 on Instagram. Check out the mm-hmm. Patreon at patreon.com slash deemp. Get mm-hmm. on that Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Dope heads and broom monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dope heads and broom monkeys. That's it, exactly. It's like uh, Jarek Dieter. Jarek. My favorite <laughs> baseball player, Jarek Dieter. When you said Jarek Dieter, you meant it. Oh, I did. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't okay. thinking, and I said the wrong name. Yeah, I flipped. Because I words, was questioning. I was like, "Wait, did consonants. she? She meant Jarek Dieter." Yeah, no, you meant it. Okay. No, I knew I meant Derek Jeter, but in my head, the correct name was Jarek Dieter. Because you meant it, and mm-hmm. you meant it. Dashboard confessional. Ugh. I knew. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, we love you, broomheads. We love you, dope monkeys. We mm-hmm. love you, everybody else. Come on mm-hmm. in, get into the room. Oh, speaking what? of the room, we have two new people to welcome to the room. Oh no, it is not even the time. I cannot even believe I'm gonna have a two more people come into the room. We've got Morgan. 
Oh, it is so good to have you, Morgan. I love to see you come in. You're going to get in this room. We're going to have a pizza. We're going to put a sucker on the door. It's going to be so good. I believe that Morgan is the dope monkey who is pregnant with Mr. La Potato Head right now. Oh, my goodness. You're going to have a little La Potato Head. It's going to be so nice. You're going to have him come and have him live with you in your house. <laughs> it's a two-bedroom apartment, but sure. <laughs> oh, it is so cold. That's Jimmy's no, Mr. apartment. Mr. Potato Head's apartment, right? You are right. All right. Sean lives in a two-bedroom apartment with 15 years old with his girlfriend. Beautiful stuff. And a ferret. <laughs> Ferret's Bueller. <laughs> and we have Megan. Megan, oh, so nice to have you. Come on into the room. It is nice and warm in here. Or cool, depending on what you want. Do you like warm? Do you like cool? It is a summertime. You might want to have a little bit of a cool room. So come on into the cool room. If not, they come into the warm room. It is up to you. Wherever you are, it feels good no matter what. <laughs> it's like climate controlled per person. Yeah, so we'll be back next week with Rudolph and Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> It's Christmas in July, apparently, in June. June. <laughs> it's Christmas in June. Christmas in June, why? Oh, man. Uh, right, Broomheads and Dumb Monkeys. We will be back next week. <laughs> Bye. Mwah. We'll be back for the finale. <laughs>